to Natural MD Radio, your place to hear the whole truth on health and medicine for women and children and get the tools you need to take back your health naturally starting now. I'm Dr. Aviva Ram. The statistics on depression in women is staggering, and it only seems to be continuing to grow. Women experience major depression twice as often as men do. And depending on the studies that you look at, between one in four and one in six women of childbearing age is on an antidepressant. Women are actually two and a half times more likely than men to be on an antidepressant. And the fact is, for about 50% of women who try them, They never get benefit, and after a year of being on them, even women who got benefit in the first few months, 60% show no improvement in their symptoms one year later. We also know that not all of us want to be on antidepressant medications, so if you're struggling with depression, you might be looking for an alternative. One of my favorite herbs, turmeric, has actually been shown to be beneficial in depression. And what I love about this is two things. One, it shows that not only can we use herbal remedies as alternatives to a lot of the medications that we think we need to be dependent on, but it also shines a light on one of the important facts about depression that most of us have not been informed of. We have been taught as a culture that depression is a chemical imbalance, that it's a result of us being kind of quote unquote deficient in chemicals called neurotransmitters like serotonin and norepinephrine, which these medications keep prolonged in our circulation so that they can have more of an impact on our nerve endings and improve our mood. Now, what we do know about depression is that It's not actually a neurotransmitter deficiency, and most of the theories that have been put out there on neurotransmitter deficiencies have never been proven. What we do know, though, is that study after study after study is showing us something that the world and field of psychoneuroimmunology has been proving for over 25 years, which is that inflammation is really an underlying cause of so many of the medical conditions that we're experiencing, and that there really is no separation between the immune system and the nervous system. The field of psychoneuroimmunology has shown us, for example, that our immune cells have receptors on them for neurotransmitters and other nervous system chemicals, and that our nerve cells have receptors on them for inflammatory chemicals and triggers. We also know that what we once thought was a relatively impermeable barrier called the blood-brain barrier, a network of very fine blood vessels called capillaries, we thought actually most of what was going on in the body out of the brain. But we now know that that's not true for the most part and that in fact, inflammatory chemicals things like cytokines, IL-6, tumor necrosis factor, NF-kappa-B, and others produced in the body 
from inflammation that we're experiencing, whether it's from stress, emotional stress that we're going through, and that can be any kind of stress. It can be job stress. It can be home life stress. It can be the stress of taking care of an elderly parent. It can be financial stress. It can be anything that causes us to feel threatened in our life. But it can also be stress that's a result of inflammation in our body due to environmental exposures to certain toxins and chemicals, or even inflammation that's going on in our gut as a result of leaky gut or microbiome disruption or foods that are causing us triggers like gluten because we may have celiac or maybe gluten intolerant or chemicals in the form of proteins in dairy like casein that can be causing inflammation in our gut or be getting across the blood-brain barrier and causing direct inflammation. Now, turmeric is a root. Actually, it's truly a rhizome and its cousin is ginger. So you're pretty familiar with ginger, most likely. You've seen fresh ginger at the grocery or hopefully you've cooked with it at home in your great home cooking. Turmeric looks very much like fresh ginger, except when you cut it open and see that it's bright yellow on the inside. In fact, it's so bright yellow that I was recently at an herb conference and was teaching a lot and talking a lot. So I put some turmeric and some American ginseng, which is an adaptogen, into some water. I put a really small amount of turmeric in my water, a whole water bottle, and it was maybe like 10 or 15 drops. And my water bottle looked like somebody had kind of dipped up a yellow highlighter pen in there. And I actually was drinking it for a little while and then realized, ah, I better ask someone if my teeth are yellow. And what I said, showed one of my friends and he chuckled and said, yeah, I think you probably better wipe that off and stop drinking that because you're going to scare the people that you're teaching. So it's really bright yellow. It's very staining. So if you're going to cook with it at home, you want to use a separate cutting board, but it's a wonderful herb. And one of the benefits of turmeric is that it's strongly anti-inflammatory. Now, one of the reasons that spices have been so important in cooking and have driven a global spice trade for millennia is that they've helped to not only flavor our foods and improve digestion, but they preserve foods and protect us from harmful bacteria and other organisms that were common in our food long before we had refrigeration, which was for most of human history until recently. Most cooking herbs impart these incredible health benefits that go way beyond their taste. For example, including just a small amount of cooking herbs in your foods as you're preparing them, or even fresh, like in salad dressings or sprinkled over foods, provides a lot of antioxidant activity, which protects our cells from free radical damage, which causes inflammation. So one of the effects of turmeric is actually it contains chemicals in it that prevent inflammation or fight inflammation once it takes hold. And inflammation is one of these sort of domino effects. Once it takes hold, it kind of self-perpetuates, causing more and more inflammation. And one of the damages that inflammation can cause is getting across the blood-brain barrier and causing inflammation in our brain. And we know that once these chemicals get into our brain, these cytokines, for example, causing inflammation, they actually trigger depression. And guess what? Depression is its own vicious cycle. Because when you think about it, when you're depressed, you 
are more likely to eat junk food. You're more likely to eat sugar and carbs to pick up your mood because that's what they do for a short time. They act like drugs in our system and they pick up our serotonin. They trigger opiates in our natural system that kind of quell that depression. But over time, not even that long a time, the excess carbs and the excess sugar themselves can cause inflammation. They can also cause us to pack weight on around our middle, and that weight causes inflammation. That fat around our middle actually generates more inflammation. Now, there have been a couple of really wonderful studies recently in the past couple of years that have shown that an extract or a component of turmeric called curcumin, which is one of the principal active ingredients in the spice turmeric, influences mechanisms associated with depression, even major depression, including reducing inflammation, reducing oxidative stress, which is that damage caused by free radicals, and calming down the adrenal stress response system all helping to quiet down depression. In one study that was done in 2014, it was a randomized control trial of three groups, each with 20 participants, all with major depression, according to a commonly used depression scale. They were given either Prozac, Prozac plus one gram of curcumin-based oil, or just curcumin alone for six weeks. And amazingly, the group with the curcumin did just as well as the group with Prozac only, and the combination group actually did the best. While the studies didn't show a major statistical difference between the groups, they did show that curcumin and Prozac had almost equal benefit to each other. And they found that it was quite safe, even at a really high dose of 12 grams a day. Researchers concluded that this study provides the first clinical evidence that curcumin may be used as an effective and safe modality for treatment in patients with major depressive disorder, as long as they didn't have concurrent suicidal ideation or other psychotic disorders. Then another study in 2014 showed that curcumin also benefited in major depressive disorder. A randomized double-blinded placebo-controlled study showed that four to six weeks of curcumin was as beneficial as placebo for treating atypical depression characterized by overeating, sleeping too much, and interpersonal sensitivity. That study concurred with the previous study's findings that used as a standalone treatment, curcumin can be beneficial for patients with mild or moderate depression. Now, curcumin is very easy to get and it's relatively absorbable. I use it in my practice in a form called Mariva, but you can use any good curcumin extract. And the typical dose that I recommend in my practice is anywhere from 500 milligrams to 1000 milligrams twice a day. There haven't been any studies using it during pregnancy, so you want to be cautious with that and talk with your midwife first. It is safe to use while you're on another antidepressant medication. So it's something that you can use if you're trying to work with your doctor to wean yourself 
off of an antidepressant medication. And if you haven't yet started a medication or you're going off or off of a medication and you want to use it as an alternative, it's certainly something to add to your repertoire of self-treatment. If you don't have depression, but you really want to consider using turmeric or curcumin to just support yourself and prevent inflammation, or if you have depression in your family and you're concerned and you want to prevent inflammation that can cause depression, certainly 500 milligrams to 1,000 milligrams a day of curcumin extract is very safe. You can also use a couple of teaspoons of turmeric powder in your cooking, in your smoothies. It's very safe. And it is safe if you're a new mom, even if you're breastfeeding, to take while you're nursing your baby. If you have postpartum depression, certainly if you're struggling with depression, it's really important to get appropriate medical care. But this is information you can also bring to your doctor to say you'd like to try to use this to support yourself in treating your depression. If you are struggling with depression, you know, I, I work with a lot of patients with depression. I've had a family member who struggled with depression. I really do know how hard it can be. And I know how much you might want to try an alternative to an antidepressant medication. This is certainly something that I use in my practice. I've been very satisfied with the results. I often combine it with other herbs like St. John's wort, other herbs and supplements like B-complex to support the nervous system, magnesium if there's anxiety, as well as the adaptogen herbs, which you can learn about in my podcast about adaptogens. I hope you found this helpful information for yourself or something that you can pass along to a family member. And I look forward to seeing you next time on Natural MD Radio. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Natural MD Radio. If you did, please go to avivaram.com and join the conversation about the show on my blog. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for my newsletter. It's free and it's jam-packed with powerful tips to help you take back your health naturally. That's avivaram.com. Take care and see you next time.